if you don't know what to expect Never really know what's coming next Try your best to put your mind to rest Take a guess but don't hold your breath Now you can cry and bitch and whine And say fuck the world and have a good ass time Cause we're all gonna die but we're not dead yet So let's get it started Say we're the band Welcome to Set with a Bet. Thank you so much for that intro, Lucas. You are a pimp for doing that for us. As always, welcome to Set with a Bet. I said that twice. That's just how we're starting it. What's up, Zane? Yeah. Also, thank you, Lucas, for that intro. We really appreciate that. Welcome to Set with a Bet. You <laughs> <laughs> we were just in a loop for this whole episode. Like, should we start now? Have we started? Just five minutes in, doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, man, we're here. We're here, sitting at the foot of your bed. Recording a podcast, dude. Tell me about Joplin. How was how was your show this Joplin weekend? Joplin was Joplin was great. Me and Lucas rolled up, did a show up there, opened for Keith Terry. It was fun. We had like eighty in there. Yeah, at the um, Roxy, right? At the Roxy, it was really cool. It was really really cool. We uh yeah, L- Lucas had this one line in it. Um, <laughs> he went up there and was like, you know, we were walking around your streets earlier, and um, <laughs> we were walking around your streets earlier, and it was kind of weird because. At this point in Little Rock, there would be homeless people out, but you guys don't have any. It was like a movie with no extras in it. <laughs> nice. It was really funny. It hit hard. Um, it was cool. I went up. We went up there. It, it was really funny, actually. Literally, we we got there like a few hours early. So me and Lucas walked down to a little bar right up the way, and we walk yeah. in, and I, I don't know. I walked in, and I, and I realized that like I, I I felt like I knew the place. <laughs> And I was like, "What's what's the name of this place?" And Luke's like, "I don't know, man. I I just walked there, saw pizza." <laughs> so we went in, and uh, that's I went the th- most Lucas thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just saw some pizza, so here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> We're just stumbling into this restaurant, and uh, went to the bathroom. I came back out, and Lucas was like, "Oh, it's the Blackthorn. That place is the third place I ever did an open mic." Really? The first place I ever did ten minutes of stand up comedy. <laughs> Oh, and it's two blocks down from a theater that I was doing that night. That's cool. Three years later, <laughs> it's also weird, like where your blind senses tingling. Like, how'd you know that you had been there? Before? The way it was set up, gotcha. the way it was, they had like a movie playing where the stage was, but like all the all of the seating is set up on like the left side of the room. It's just a little bar, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bar open mic that I went and did. Yeah, I don't even know if they still do a mic there, but yeah, it, it was so. It was just so nostalgic. I mean, it just all came rushing back. Like the three years, the comic I was doing my third ever open mic, doing a ten minute set, just to you know, doing eighty at a theater down the down the block. I mean, it was it was it felt good. It's definitely validating, in a lot of ways. I mean, even though eighty doesn't sound like a, it's a lot for, uh, for the amount that I do stand up and majority in bar shows. It was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, brought a lot back. It, it was it was a wild show. It was a wild show. How was Wichita? Dude, Wichita was fun. Um, went up there uh, opening for Steve Kramer. Um, he was the headliner, and Andrew Rudick was the feature. So I got to work with them. Uh, the first show, the early show on Friday night, that one was fun. That was probably the funnest set I had there. Um, the late show got a little weird, gave away some Bob Saget tickets. That was cool. And then I got to uh, the next day. I did three shows. It got a little weird. It it just you know I got some dark jokes. I I joke about suicide. I joke about like murder. I joke about abortion. Like I cover some topics that are kind of dark. And so that Midwest crowd there in Kansas, they were all like, "Oh, oh my God! Oh, oh, he said that!" Oh, and like they were laughing, but they would like cover their mouth so that the people next to them couldn't see them laughing at it. There's still some people that are like coming out for the first time. Well, yes, 2021 is finally safe for people to come out. Zane, you can come out if you want to, buddy. You want to do that right now publicly? Guys, everybody, I want everybody to put your hands together for my friend Zane Love Lady. Yeah, coming yeah, coming out. Yeah, all, yeah, I come out all the time. All right, Baron, that's... <laughs> but yeah, that's why it was weird, so... I always tell people I'm gay. <laughs> there was someone last night, who was that, that I kept saying they were gay? Oh, Chris Bailey. That was so fun. Yeah, you kept calling Chris Bailey gay. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Well, he kept, he's like, well, I'm a little bit weird. I was like, dude, just say gay. It's totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, so I did, uh, the manager up there, Biggs, he asked me to open for the improv group that they have there, which, um, oh, wait, that improv group. Oh, oh, wait. Um, Oh, oh, man, buddy. (laughs) I'm so thankful for Brett Eiler and the 
joint improv. Oh, you had to watch it. Oh, yeah. I sat in the back and watched the improv. Yeah, that's the thing is we, we are spoiled with, with Brett and that whole crew at the joint, man. They are – because they're good. Yeah. They're good. They The joint venture, that's an actual a good improv A group. legit improv yeah. group, yeah. This whew, this was rough. Bad well, improv is – and it, no, here's the thing. These guys weren't bad. Like, they had yeah, some sure. people in it that were funny, but they Improv's just – Improv's hard. Yeah, it's very hard. <laughs> and they just weren't the joint venture, so yeah. – well, I mean, here's the thing. It's like with the joint venture has legitimate people who have built their lives around acting. Yeah. You know, like I mean, that's what Brett does for his job. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Brett does for his job. So like what Kate, Katie Campbell's the director of the children's art music. You know, it's it's they they got hitters. Right. You know, that that travel around and do. I mean, M- Michael Denzel Scott, he just went up to New York to keep doing. It's it's crazy. It's crazy how many talented people we have here in this Little Rock area that are that are doing things like that. Yeah, uh, that's that's wild. Open it for an improv group. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Uh, but I was, didn't have to MC. I just oh, did a set at the beginning, and then they went up, brought them up, and then I didn't have to go up again. So how much time did you do? Fifteen. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. I was doing fifteens for um, the MC spot, but I did ten. Over okay, the, for the improv group. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, get a little extra cash. That's fine. Yeah, I like the Looney Bin in Wichita a lot because the condo is in the building. So you can literally walk out of your room where you're staying for the week and just walk up on stage, do your set, bring up the next guy, and then walk right back to your room, which is great. Which I sat in the back for a lot of the shows, but like if I ever like, oh shit, this is in my room, or oh, maybe I want to go smoke a bowl or you know do whatever. <laughs> allegedly, that would be um, so funny to like come up on the late night Saturday show like in your pajamas, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like just, guys, I'm going to bed right after this. Yeah. So <laughs> like, right, oh, see you next guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just like just yawning, just. <gasps> I'm sorry, my room's right over there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty fed up with Wichita. <laughs> just, I was Wichita was fun. Like I like that club. Just up being there. Linus dragging a blankie up. There. <laughs> also, the stage is set up different than the Little Rock Looney Bin, so the room is smaller. It doesn't seat as much, and there's like a boxed-in area, like a low down in front of the stage, and then there's a kind of like a pit area and then around it there's a raised section oh it was a church uh not like a church it was not like a pulpit no it was more like a um like an old school almost like you know how greek theaters the actors down and the audience is above you oh yeah it was kind of like that except there's a pit area in front of you with the raised stage so you're on the same level as the back row but the crowd is in a pit below you oh so yeah, pits maybe not be the right word. I'm probably not explaining this. Well, I think I know what you're saying. Though. It's really cool. And then instead of like steps to get up, they have a huge ramp to get up onto this. I guess because oh, they have accessibility. Yeah, they've got handicap accessible. Figured you'd appreciate that. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, they even. If have, I ever work the Looney Bins, it's gonna be so helpful. I'll get you a helmet with a Looney Bin sticker on it. That way you're I'm certified. A, yeah, that's what I need. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I need. That's the only thing stopping me at this point. Hey, can somebody get this dude a helmet? <laughs> 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 yeah, that is that is all I need to host the events. Just a little bit of a little bit of head protection. But it was fun. I'm excited to go to the Tulsa Looney Bin in January. <laughs> and a lot of people that work the Looney Bins need <laughs> helmets. <laughs> uh, it was funny because, um, like I said, the condos in the building. So during I think it was the late show Saturday. No, it was the early show Saturday. Um, I went back to my room for a little bit to smoke uh, a and while I was in there, um, which you good could, thing you said it like that, nobody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, that was just, that was good. It was like uh, one of those when whenever it, you know you're trying to prove you're not a robot, where it's got all the jumbled up letters. That <laughs> yeah. was what that was. Yeah. Uh, but the bartender Wiz came into the condo to take a shit because I guess he didn't want to shit in there where everybody was in there because you know they got the bathrooms that all the customers can go to. Uh-huh. So he comes into the condo to take a shit, and it was really funny because he came out, he was like looking around to see if anybody saw him. I was like, I saw you, buddy. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you, you, you passed him the bong while he's on the on the pot. No, I wiped his ass for him, though. We had a really, <laughs> really good, good moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Wiz was cool. I like Wiz a lot. Bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, the staff up there was real chill. Biggs, the manager there was real chill. Yeah, I like that Looney Man. It's cool. Cool. You're doing Tulsa and first week of January. So I'll be at the Little Rock Looney Bin um the week of New Year's and then the week after that I'll be in Tulsa. Uh last Sunday at Tavern Around the Bend when you weren't there. Um 
after we'd recorded the podcast, mm-hmm. Lucas was leaving the stage, and um, and I, I was coming back up after he got off, and the audience like just stopped clapping all of a sudden. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? There's still a show going on. You can't just quit clapping for me. I just got up here. And then Paul started yelling at me from the audience. He, and I was like, shut up, Paul. You're short and angry. <laughs> like, But it turned Paul was out. There? Paul Hodge? Paul Hodge, yeah. He came to Tavern on the Bend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Keith Terry and Rachel. They all came down from Northwest Arkansas. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was a fun show. But anyways, um, Lucas, as he was leaving the stage, Lucas is six foot ten. Lucas drilled his head on one of the beams coming off stage and <laughs> laid his ass out. And I'm just accosting the audience <laughs> for not it. clapping. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, man. It was <laughs> Yeah, I mean I got so mad at him. I was like I was like, how the hell are you gonna And some of them actually started clapping again. <laughs> like, Dude, Tavern around the Bend was fun last night. I Oh yeah. I was on the was road dope. all day, uh driving back from Wichita and then came back to town and immediately went to Tavern around the bend. And when I got there I was I was not in the mood. I was like, Man, this crowd's like they're all at the bar, they're not nobody's in the showroom, like this is kinda uh, this is gonna suck. And then you went up there and your set pulled people from the bar to the little show area and had had them listening, which I thought was absolutely fantastic. You did a great yeah, job. Thank you. And then like it was just a fun time. And then I got up there and Again, I was in one of those moods where I was like, eh, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to. And then right before I went on stage, I was like, oh, I'm about to have fun. I just, like, it just, like, I don't know, something switched. And I was like, oh, yes, this is, this yeah. is nice. And then it was there, nice. Yeah, they fun. moved in there. They, you know, it was just, you know, some dudes that were there at the bar. They, they moved in and yeah, they had a good time. They were there for it. Oh, yeah. Um, a little rowdy, a little heckly, but fuck it. It's a bar. Let's have fun. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, man. It was, <laughs> yeah, man. It was bad. <laughs> Bro, I burn you up. <laughs> I went to Ibarney afterwards. How was that? And uh, was there a crowd? I, I don't want to say any names. Oh, there was a crowd. <laughs> we can we can bleep some stuff out. Yeah, I don't fine. I don't want to say any names, but she's definitely on laughs on tab December second. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the end of the show, it's, there's this dude there that like went up and bombed. He's you know just first time or whatever. Um, but he like talked to everyone else's set. This person got up at the end of the show. And, like, started, like, talking shit to him. Like, you can't, you know, you can't, like, ex- be upset when people don't laugh at your shit and talk through everyone else's, you know? And, yeah. Uh, and Who was it? It's May. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd her set go? goes. <laughs> 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 to be fair, everybody's set. Pretty much went like that. I mean, oh, we're gonna have that to room can get tough, bro. We're gonna have to bleep all this. I, I haven't even had a chance to tell you about. It. I tried to call you last night. Did yeah, you I was asleep. I know you were asleep. Don't whisper. Just tell me. Whoa. Okay. I mean, well, I, it's hard because I'm just I'm talking about. Well, fucking, there's people that want to listen to this 12, thing. So twelve feet behind me. I'm just gonna lean in real close. <laughs> Alright, y'all pay attention. Zane's getting whispery. Let's go. Yeah, okay. it's gonna be juicy. <laughs> it's gonna be real juicy. What, what hot gossip are you giving me, Zane? <laughs> Let me get that hot goss. <laughs> We're gonna have to believe, bro. We can't put this in there. We cannot put this in there. Oh no! Oh yeah! Come on, dude. Hosted that show into the ground. This part has been edited because Zane and Bear were talking shit about people who don't deserve it. Oh no! 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 So yeah. Anyways, May gets up and starts talking shit to this dude at the end of the show, and like May gets the whole room quiet and then like isn't funny. So people are heckling her like, "Be funny." <laughs> Like, it, like May's great at drawing attention. She just, that's it. <laughs> you know, especially in like a noisy bar where she hadn't been working them. Um, so, yeah, she's like trying to do her thing. But then anyways, she's like accosting this dude, you know. And then wasn't funny herself. Yeah, and then wasn't funny herself. And then he called her a bitch. <laughs> okay. And then. What was this dude's name? Andrew. Andrew what? I don't know. Uh, just Andrew. Yeah. But that was his first time doing stand-up? Yeah. Yeah, but she's also being a cunt. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, she was going around the table, like, talking about all their jobs. Like, <laughs> she's basically just being really mean to them. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty much all it was. <laughs> and then, uh, which, I mean, they were being dickheads, too, but so was everyone in the bar, man. Nobody gave a fuck about that show. 
you know. And then, and then after he called her a bitch, um, maybe you know, you know, started talking about all the money she makes doing comedy. <laughs> oh, May. Oh, bless other <laughs> commas heart. in her checks. Oh, May. <laughs> Oh, May. Come on, girl. Uh, come on. Come on. We're all at the same open mic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're, it's, you're at Hibernia. It's you're, okay. Relax. You're at Hibernia. Right. It's going to be all right. Yeah. That room uh, That room specifically with the way the sound is in there, because the sound system in there fucking sucks. The lights in there yeah. suck, because the lights, the way they are, it creates a big shadow on your yeah. face, and like if you don't have a strong host come in and like hit them in the mouth early and get everybody's attention, yep. like that's... It's a shit show. That's what room. happens in that room. Yeah. Oh, it, the room could have been what, turned. It, it could have been a yeah. quality room. I mean, if I didn't have all the reps under my belt of turning a bar show, then, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, it could have gone really bad. But yeah. I do. And that's, you know, I've you know been on stage five, six times this week leading up to right <laughs> leading up to that show. Yeah, I mean, I, my own set was one of the few sets that, you know, actually got some pops. I mean, I had one dude at the bar during my set go, you're funny. <laughs> and I was like, man, thank you for validating that. I was like, thank you so much. You don't know unless somebody says it sarcastically at the bar. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, we're just, I was just bullshitting. Um, but yeah, some of my new stuff worked. Yeah, it was a fine set for me. Everyone, a lot of other people bombed, though. Um, yeah, but then the dude kept talking, and then May goes, don't make me have to whoop your ass. My friends are here. And she had like a table of like, Three people that came with like, so she like physically threatened the dude from the stage. That's how you know you're funny is when you have to physically threaten somebody. <laughs> it's like you just lose control, man. Yeah. You can't just lose control. If you let a heckler get to you like that, you lost. Yeah, yeah. And then May was like, "Let me get into my material." And then her material, <laughs> yeah, man, it was rough. It was such a rough show. Yeah, you didn't miss anything. Yeah, it makes it a waste of time though. It really That's does. That's why I don't go. Yeah, it does make it a waste of and- time. I do go sometimes. It's just that some days are hard for me, especially when we already have another show that we're doing that day. And then just because of the way I have my personal life set up, yeah. I need my Sunday nights free. Apparently, I heard that the Looney Bin, um, I heard that the Looney Bin, May was telling me before that Wayne was yanking people off stage that were like, if you didn't get a pop in the first two minutes, you're just yanking them. Really? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh-huh. I like to hear that. Uh huh. Come back funny. Great. Yeah, oh, I was like, that. I was like, my man, <laughs> my man, let him know, let him know, Wayne. Yeah. Let's yeah. go, yeah. Wayne. That's what we do with our shows, man. I mean, if you're brand new, I mean, you get three, three minutes. If you're up there eating a dick, I'll let you get off my stage. Yeah, come back next week. Three minutes. You got to be funny in three minutes before you're funny in five or ten. That's the thing. It's like I was talking to another comic who uh, I watched get buried this week, um, and. The, the comic that thinks he needs 10 or 15 minutes on stage, like, needs it to work. It's like, okay, well then, you know. No, I need 10 minutes. I know, I, I'm trying to work a longer set. My stories are longer than that. They shouldn't be. Yeah. If you're not getting pops in the first three, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Yeah, that's not the way stand-up works, buddy. Um, hey, tell you this. I know you're in Little Rock and you've never been anywhere else in your life, but if you go out to Chicago, L.A., Atlanta, New York, like. And they've got one-minute mics in Chicago. Yeah, they've got one-minute mics in L.A., too. Like, like brutal. Get, get up and uh, get them. Yeah, go. You've got a minute. And yep. if you're funny in a minute, you may get two next time. If you're funny in two, you may get three. And that's how you work your way up. I mean, it's a meritocracy. Honestly, Little Rock for the longest time, and it's the culture's changing a little bit. And it's because the Mean Girls of Comedy showed up on the scene. But really, the culture in Little Rock, like, everybody's everybody's best friends. Like, nobody wants to hurt anybody's feelings. We're all here to have a good time. Everybody's welcome, blah, blah, blah. And then no... Everybody is welcome. Which, by the way, everybody is welcome. I don't care who you are. You can always try. You can always come up and do it. But if you suck, you're not getting more than three minutes. Well, yeah. It, it, and it's an easy... It, it's not... A, everybody likes to act like comedy is subjective. And it is. There's cup of tea things. But you can objectively see how somebody's doing in a room. Yeah. You know, you can objectively tell. You can objectively tell. Even if something's not getting laughs, like, oh, that was a punchline. And if you're running off business, if your customers are getting up and leaving when you get on stage, that's a problem. You're not going to... You're not going to do that. Yep. We'll pull you off stage. And... Try to encourage you. Try to give you some pointers. Come back better. Come yep. back. Write more. Get more confident. Come back. Yeah. 
Come on. I mean, these bar shows ain't for the faint of heart. No, they're not. They're not. I mean, it, it's, you got to get up there and get after it. Oh, I mean, they'll it, eat you alive. In the in the that tavern around the bin room. That yeah, that room. You better be funny. Oh, it tore some folks up last night. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, the, the ones that came ready came ready and had right. sets. You know, um, yeah. Others didn't. I mean, here's the thing. Um, yeah, just in the nine months we've been doing, it's it's hardened me for sure. I mean, to where, yeah, to where I was able to start the show in Joplin and set a tone. You, you with doing those bar shows, you can go in, you can go in anywhere and go boom comedy. You know, yeah, it boom, makes laugh, it, yeah, go. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one thing EJ said to me last night whenever we were rolling from show to show. Is he was like, you know, and I do like coming. He's like, I like coming to Little Rock. Because I, I, I like you guys because you're going to be really honest about <laughs> about <laughs> about comedy, you know? Like, that was the conversation we were having. Like, he likes coming out here because we're straight up. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not. And a lot of people, especially if they're new, they'll be like, oh, those guys are mean. And it's like, we're not trying to be mean. No. We're trying to be honest. Yes. It's because, like, people weren't honest with me when I first started. And I had a big reality check when I got on the road and started going other places and sucking. It's like, oh shit, I suck way worse than I thought I did, mm-hmm. and that and I needed that to get better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I still need that to get better. Like mm-hmm. when I suck, I need to know it. I, and a well, lot of times I, yeah. I do. Like you, you, you've been doing it long enough. Like you can read a room. You know when you're up there and you're eating a big fat dick. Mm-hmm. But like for some new people that, especially when they're delusional, they go up there and they run the room off and they come out it's like, oh yeah I did great like I mean I killed it it's like no you fucking didn't yep you are not in reality with the rest of us yep yeah right right I, I, it's, it's a not saying thing. that to be mean I'm just saying that to let you know yeah and we reality check each other all the time though it's just like man that could have that could have been better I mean not just not just pointlessly like ah you suck tonight you know but you know it's got to be it's got to be a conversation you know even just with yourself oh can we turn that fan on get a little bit of a little bit of movement in here. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Stank you. Stank you, sir. Sweet. Set the mood for you there, buddy. That oh, better? Oh. You gonna get cooled off? Now let's play footsie. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my legs are too short. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I have going on this week? Thanksgiving was this week. Thanksgiving was this week. Is uh, your sister still talking to that 23-year-old? <laughs> Oh my God! I will fucking strangle you, <laughs> and him. I'm gonna kill both of you. <laughs> I'm not just asking about it, bro. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna talk to your 17 year old sister. I've got a comedy career. <laughs> of course she's not. Um, yeah, oh, that's over with. Oh, that was there was a stop was put to that. Let's just say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but that is no longer happening. Okay. Well, there's one less boy in Garden. Um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't in Garden, and. Let's change the subject, please. Oh, come on, dude. That's interesting. Uh, well, let's not... fuck are you doing, dude, talking to a 17-year-old girl? Yeah, he's a real fucking piece of shit. What the fuck are you doing talking to a 17-year-old girl ever? If you're a 17-year-old boy, shoot up. Trust me. You need an older lady to teach you a few things, okay? go, And it's better. I promise you, bro. 17-year-old girls suck. I mean, no, no offense to your sister. But they suck. <laughs> yeah. They're the worst. <laughs> like seventeen year old people suck. Suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Teenagers <laughs> suck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They're the worst. They're the worst people. They're the worst people. Because yeah. children are cute and they're innocent. And you're like, oh yeah, this is great. But teenagers lose their innocence and they just suck because they don't know anything yet and they have no life experience and they think they do. Yep. And it's like, oh, you get out of here. Yeah. Go go grow some. Yep. Yeah, and that's why shoot up. Shoot up, man. Look for someone in her in her thirties. Get that hair on. Shoot up. Yeah, yeah, but not if you're a girl. If you're a girl, just date shitty seventeen year old boys. That's that's a good that's a good rule of thumb. Just because dudes dudes are the worst, man. Dudes suck. Yeah, older guys are way worse than a seventeen. year I don't know some of them. I've definitely gotten better, but some dudes just fucking. Some dudes like get a few years under their belt and then they're like, "Oh, now I can go back to high school." <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, it's just damn. Yeah, I good. I'm glad that fucking stopped. So now <laughs> Oh, I'll kill you. I'll say it on the pot. This is going to be used in trial. This is going to be exhibit A. 
when you come up dead. <laughs> the prosecutor yeah. attorney's going to be like, Your Honor, look, he said he'd kill him right here on this podcast, episode seven, <laughs> set with a bet. And I'll be like, oh, y'all listened. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, this is episode seven now. Oh, dude, I got to put Thanksgiving dinner in my pants tonight. You do have to put Thanksgiving dinner in your pants tonight. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be really funny. Uh, I don't even know what pants I'm going to wear. I would wear sweatpants. That's what we said. Yeah, but is it going to ruin my sweatpants? It's probably going to ruin them. You can wash them. Right, but it's going to have food stains all over the inside of them. Uh, what do we have? What's in the What's in the Thanksgiving dinner? Um, there's some mashed potatoes, some dressing, some green beans, turkey, macaroni, all going in your pants. Tonight at Cregan's, 8 o'clock. Uh, is there any gravy? Uh, I don't think there's gravy. Okay. Oh, this sounds so terrible. I'm so sad I lost. So we're going to put a drop cloth down on the stage. I'll go up, do my set, then you'll come up. We'll duct tape your ankles. <sighs> dump food in there. And as soon as your set's done, you're going to step off into a trash bag. Take your pants off in the trash bag so it doesn't go all over the bar. So I would wear gym shorts underneath your sweatpants. And then bring extra clothes because those gym shorts are also going to be filthy. <sighs> That's probably going to be the best way. Because we've got to make sure that we don't make a huge mess at Cregan's. Because we still got a show to produce after you get off. I mean, I'm just going to get off stage and waddle, waddle to the bathroom. I mean, my, my ankles will be duct taped. I'm just waddling. Waddle to the bathroom, get in there, and then handle it in there. Waddle to the library. Why? Because it's closer, and we're going to set it all up before so you don't leak shit all over Cregan's. Like, I've already been talking to the Cregan staff about how we're going to pull this off. The bathroom's not a good option. But we can shut those doors in the library. You'll be in there by yourself. Like, you won't have to worry about, like, changing clothes or anything. But We can shut those doors in the library, and I can change in there? Okay. Yeah. Fuck. We'll just set you up in there. Well, tonight, the bet is going to be that you think Washington's going to win... And I think Seattle's going to win. It's pretty straightforward this time. <sighs> yeah, I'm betting on the Washington football team. And uh, Zane's betting on the Seattle Seahawks. And whoever God, loses this bet has to do their set while chopping onions. So we're going to go buy like 15 onions and then get a cutting board on stage. And then you just have to ha- stand directly over the onions. And I guess cry your eyes out while you're yeah, trying it's weird. to I, Yeah, it's weird. I, I normally, yeah, cry after my sets. But... um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sometimes I cry during. Yeah, really? Yeah. A little tear wells up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just like Meg Gaiden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if there's any usable parts of this podcast. Uh, I never know. I never know if there's usable parts of this podcast. How far in are we? 29 minutes. 29. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're doing that. Um, yeah, onion shopping. Yeah, every time that I cut an onion, I'm always like, "Oh, this time I'm not crying. That's so great." And then like twenty more seconds passes, and I'm like, "Uh oh, there's so many tears." I know. I always try to like just be a man about. It. I was like, "No, I'm not gonna cry this time. I got this. Like, nah, just yeah. cut them. Like get this over with. Let's go." Nope, nope. Fight it off. Fight it off. Fight it off. Fight it off. Okay, it's starting to burn a little bit. Okay, okay. Now we're crying. Now yep. we're just full tears. We're Can't full tears. Open my eyes. Streaming down my yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. And really, trying to hold a microphone and chop onions—that may be difficult. We may need to like. I'm just gonna have to do mic stand and talk into it. Yeah, set up a cutting board. Set up a cutting board. Yeah, cut it and just be talking into it. I mean, we can, we can, we both know how to handle a cutting board. Yeah, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> And handle a mic, though, you know? Yeah. We'll figure it. That one, I don't think it's going to be too difficult. I just want to have the maximum effect of the onions. That's what I want. Well, I, we'll just make sure it's up underneath the, you know, we're cutting it just, like, right there. We'll, we'll find a way to raise it up. How are we going to do that? I don't know. It'd be easy. We'd get a platform, get some textbooks. Set up that Jenga game and just do it on top of that yeah. Jenga game. Yeah, oh, that'd be fun. Um, Yeah, just get your textbooks out, Bear. I'll get my textbooks out, and we'll just... <laughs> I knew I spent these thousands of dollars for something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, your college textbooks. Yeah. Do you still have them? Yeah. I guess you own them. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I paid money for them. I'm keeping them. <laughs> oh, they're going to be such good stool stands on Monday. <laughs> oh, you're so dumb for going to college. Ooh. So if I can give anyone advice in this, in this, uh, in this podcast listenership, don't go to college. <laughs> Yeah, don't go unless you know exactly what you want to do. Like, if you're a high school student and you're just now getting out of high school, 
go live some life first and then go to college after you know what you want. Yeah. If you even want to, you don't have to go to college. It's a waste of money. Yeah. It's thousands and thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars for fucking That's nothing. the thing. It's just not even about 18. It's literally, like, if you were an 18-year-old that's, like, been living on your own since you were, like, 14, 15, like, you probably have a better idea about the world than somebody who's been in high school their whole life. And mom and dad are just still giving them the money to exist and living under their roof. You have no concept of money or time or it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Oh, yeah, college, college yeah, it's like $8,000 a semester. $8,000, really? That's dumb. Go invest that money. Take that money. Go invest it. Get a job. Yep. Yeah. Go, yeah, go look at a couple different trades and see what maybe you want to get better at then go get the education in it. That's definitely what I would do. Yep. Yup. I well, mean, I didn't do that. That's why I would do that now. Granted, yeah, I'm yeah. Uh, granted, I'm poor in 22, so maybe this uh, doesn't and pan I'm out for poor me. Poor with college debt, so that's for true. For a degree that I didn't finish, for so. a degree you didn't finish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm not in that situation. <laughs> that situation sucks. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just as poor as a college student graduating college. <laughs> probably. I mean, yeah, we probably. Yeah, Barry, have a yeah, got a business. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with how this is going. <laughs> yeah, no regrets for sure. I'm definitely. Oh, I wouldn't change anything right now. I'm loving life right now. Yeah, bro. So the headliner, um, this past weekend at the Looney Bin up there in Wichita, he had this one joke that I was mad at how much I liked it. Uh, he was talking about getting a blowjob from a midget. I almost said, "Tell me, uh, tell me the dick joke." <laughs> <laughs> I literally just could not swallow my coffee fast enough. <laughs> well, he was talking about uh, getting a blowjob from a midget, and the crowd was kind of like apprehensive. They like didn't kind of like like that, and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I get it. That's a low blow." <laughs> It was dumb, but it got me. It fucking got me. And of course, that he set it up better than that. That's um, yeah. That's that's the idea of the sure. joke. But, yeah, but the the low blow. I was like, oh damn, got me. Christ. Shout out to Steve Kramer. That's Steve Kramer's joke. How long has he been doing it? A while. This part has been edited because Zane and Bear were talking shit about people who don't deserve it. Oh no, 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 no. It just sounds like I'm just salty because I don't even work there. If I worked there, it'd be it'd be even better. I could talk shit, but I can't. Don't even work there. I got tipped. That was cool. Oh, that is nice. Dude came up after the show, just gave me some money. Oh, that's cool. That was very sweet of him. How much money? Not a lot. <laughs> it's like five bucks. <laughs> oh, this is five bucks is good. I know. Better than like a nickel. <laughs> yeah, if he gave me coins, I'd hey, be able to Hey, here you go, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's something nice boom it's like Ebenezer Scrooge flicking something down from the window yeah. the little boy in the in the street and you're just like oh thank you sir thank you sir dude last night at Tavern Around the Bend this drunk lady in there kept calling me Cody she was like Cody hey Cody yeah there was one really Cody! drunk Cody and I, I wasn't turning because I didn't think she was talking to me and then she came up and like grabbed me very aggressively and, like, starts putting her hands on my waist. So I was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, listen, bitch, get your hands off of me. And <laughs> I know who you're talking it's about. It's like, I will never hit a woman, but you're making me contemplate. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she was like, Cody, you're so funny. And I was like, first off, my name is not Cody. I don't know where you're getting. And then she turned to the bartender. She just looked so, like, betrayed. She was like, oh, you said his name was Cody. <laughs> <laughs> And the bartender was like, I don't know what the fuck his name is. And so they just guessed that I was a Cody. <laughs> I know that lady, the hugs lady. She hugged everyone. Oh, she yeah. Could. She was very aggressive. Yeah. And I did not like it. Uh, yeah. Her husband got it in that night for sure. <laughs> well, if she was, I don't know, coherent whenever she got home, who knows? Yeah, she was a wreck, man. I just don't like being touched by anybody other than who I'm in a relationship with. So if you're just coming up and like just putting your hands on me just to talk just to touch me, stop. I don't like it. Like you know how dudes will come up and they'll like 
grab your neck and like put their arm around you and like pull you in for like, like hey, bro, that's like how drunk dudes act like all that shit. Don't touch me. Don't yeah. ever touch me. Yep. Do not like it. Yeah. Tough at a bar, Mike. It is because <laughs> drunk people get handsy. Yep. And we're up there like, hey, babe, love me, you know, and then they're like, well, bro, I'm just trying to love you. Like, turn down the love. Okay? Turn down the love. Just takes yeah. a bit. Let's just talk about My it. My love language is money. Pay me. Yep. Yeah. 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 If you want hugs, I'd give out hugs. I'd put a price on hugs. I don't mind giving people hugs. It's just, you know what I'm talking about. There's some people be $2. that they're just too aggressive and too touchy. Yeah. Oh, trust me. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> happens to me all the time. People are like, I'm sorry, I just don't know how to engage with a blind person. Use your words. <laughs> yeah, vocally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, voc- we, yeah, with sound. You don't have to touch me. Yep, don't have to. Yeah, people think just because, yeah. Like that's- at a bar, like, I don't know how to engage with blind people. It's like, well, you can stop giving me a hand job. Yep. <laughs> well, actually, no, you can keep going <laughs> and then stop later. <laughs> yeah, the only reason that I can think of to hit a lady... Is one time my brother was telling me about how he was hooking up with this girl, and she's like a really religious girl, and they were just laying in a hammock, and she went down, you know, went downtown, you know, g- gave him a little bit of attention. A little hammock beige. A little hammock beige. And, and that's she, why you would hit her? That's rude, Zane. That sounds like a great girl. <laughs> like, why would you hit her? And then she started to put her finger... In, in the hole. Oh no! Like the the hole of of the shaft. Oh, she fingered his dick. Oh God! No! 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 You get out of there, girl! Hell no! Yeah, you smacked that girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fighting there. Yeah, but you better go get the four ounce gloves. We get her Dean and this bitch. We're having a UFC fight. You're going fit three rounds. To whoop your ass. You don't finger my dick. Hell bro, no, bro. He told me that story in high school. I think it was actually a year or two after it happened. <laughs> oh. Oh, don't you. Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. That, I mean, listen, domestic violence is horrible, but that bitch is getting hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. Stick your finger in my dick. I'm going to punch you in the face. I don't care what genitalia you have. Hell no. <laughs> yeah, it's not a fun game at all. Uh-uh. I, yeah. Uh-uh. You get out of there. <laughs> Oh, that's the worst thing I could think of. Uh, let's talk about something else. Jesus Christ, I'm yeah. squirming. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you think you're squirming. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's like a that's like a kink though. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. It is. Mm-mm. It is. Dudes mm-hmm. are like into that. Like Dudes are weird. Dudes are into weird shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what twenty three year olds who talk to seventeen year olds are into. Getting fucking things oh, put down la, 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 yeah. No. Getting things put in there. No. You get out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's called sounding. Sounding? What? Because you make sounds? I'd make a lot I'd of sounds. I'd make a lot of sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd start with, bitch! That's the <laughs> yeah, first sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's horrible. That's <laughs> in a hammock. You're so vulnerable in a hammock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's the most vulnerable I can think about being. Mm. Like I, there's so much you could do to me. I thought, nobody even knows you're in danger. Somebody sees you like flopping around in a hammock. They're like, "Oh, that dude just doesn't know how to get in a hammock." <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, you're over there having your, your dick rammed. <laughs> Ooh, no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la. I thought I thought hammocks were supposed to be nice to bananas. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I was joking earlier. I wouldn't hit a girl for being I. Like push her away, smack her hand, touching, yeah. Stop touching her. No, <laughs> I don't know if I'd smack her hand. That's... What, like Mama in the kitchen when she tried to put her fingers in the mashed taters, get hit with a spoon? Come on, that's completely reasonable. Yeah, I'm. I... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you finger my dick? Like I said, we're fighting. Yeah, I'm hitting you like a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. I'm going to jail. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> like a man. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not consent. <laughs> you get out of there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's just terrible. Mm. Yeah, but don't hit women. For all the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not condoning yeah, hitting yeah, women. Yeah. But if your girl sticks her finger in your dick, I'll understand. 
I know. <laughs> We're one day it's just gonna get to meet up some just dudes coming up to us. Well, so here's my reason that we should think I think I should be able to <laughs> We just got thousands of fans that are like Okay, so uh, you know how when you come home you've been working all day and the cash rolls like burnt? <laughs> <laughs> you just beat the shit out of her. Oh man. <laughs> uh Burr's bit about uh Oh, I know. Yeah. Burr's bit's great. Yeah, it's so good. Like a Bill's Bur- Bill Burr's bit on how. <laughs> there's a re- I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> but there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we got December 2nd, L.O.T. For those of you listening, L.O.T. is Laughs on Tap. He's talking about our show at The Joint. This Thursday, we got Sophia Starr coming down. There's a woman you shouldn't hit. Yeah. There's a woman you should listen to tell jokes because she's hilarious. Woo. Woo, coming all the way from Tulsa. Going to headline our show. Um, and if you come out to our open mics this week, you may be able to score you some free tickets to that show. Ooh. Got a little promo going on to the people that are coming out and supporting these open mics. Yeah, it's hard to go somewhere else after you just you just went right into dick fingering. Yep. Uh. Yeah, I like it when it gets real quiet on the podcast, and you still got your mouth up to it, and then your belly gurgles, and I can hear it. Gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. <laughs> um, last night, I watched Friday the 13th for the first time. The movie sucks. It's not Does scary it? at all. I mean, I know it's an old movie. Is it old? It doesn't hold up to How old is the it? standards. I mean, it's at least... i never seen it either. I think it's 70s, maybe 80s. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That movie sucks. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, an '80s slasher like that. Yeah, it's a good concept. Yeah, I think it's '80s. Tell me about it. Why did tell me? Well, like there's this one scene where the first chick that gets killed by Freddy Krueger, like she's running away from him in her dream, and she's in this alley, and then he's got like these long, like stupid long arms. Like he's got like twelve foot arms on each side, so he's got a twenty four foot wingspan, and it just looks fake as fuck because it's a shadow. And it looks like somebody's holding props under a sweater to have long arms. And it just looks bad. And he's like, Rah! and then he like runs his knives. He's got like knives for fingers and he runs it against the wall to like scratch and stuff. And it's just bad. There's also a scene where he like cuts his chest open and there's like green goop that comes out with maggots in it. And it just looks like it's just silly. He's a cutter. Yeah. 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 There's nothing. I don't think there's anything scarier than a depressed, uh, than a depressed uh, slasher. Also, everybody keeps running from this motherfucker in their dreams, and he's got all these knives and stuff. It's like he's just cutting himself. Which Come I didn't on, finish man. the movie; I fell asleep. But Friday the Thirteenth is that is that Freddy Krueger? Oh no, I said Friday the Thirteenth. I meant Nightmare on Elm Street. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, what the fuck? You know, that's Jason. Yeah, they're both the same. They both suck. <laughs> they're shitty. Movies. It was nineteen eighty. I get that those movies I were I thought great. that Friday the 13th came out later than that. Yeah, yeah Friday the 13th is scary, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I meant Nightmare on Elm Street. I was wrong. Anyway, my point is that movie sucks. Yeah. You know it's a shitty horror movie if you can just be like, ah, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a scary movie about how you can't go to sleep because the thing in your dreams will kill you. And I was like, I'll take my chances. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't scared of this motherfucker. <laughs> Didn't even get to the part where the hero's like, I was like in the depth of like, oh, everybody's scared of him because you can't go to sleep. And I was like, fuck it. <laughs> That's so Wake f- me up, Freddy. I dare you. <laughs> That's such a I'll funny. I'll hit you like you stuck your finger in my dick. <laughs> That's such a funny concept, though, for a, just, just be like in your bed like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I'm so tired, but I can't sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like the one thing. It's like, well, I got to do that again. There was a cool scene in there where um, the protagonist is like asleep in her bed, and Freddy Krueger's like coming through the wall, through the drywall. And the drywall is like, imagine if you had like almost like a rubber balloon. You know how you stick your hand through the rubber? It makes that like imprint of a hand. Well, it was like his face and his hands coming through drywall like that. And then she turns up to touch the wall, and it's solid again. Ooh, oh, dude, check this out. That's okay. not cool. I was just talking about how like shitty this movie is, but there's also a scene in there where she's in the bathtub, and then it the camera angle pans to where it's like her legs coming out of the bathtub. Like, imagine if you were eating a girl out in the bathtub. That's the view you have, right? Where 
you're above the water and her knees are right there and you can see her face and then his hand with the claws comes out of the water and is like about to grab her pussy and then her mom like comes in and the hand goes disappears in the water i was like that's creepy that that one i was like Ugh. like i don't have a pussy but like don't grab it with knives <laughs> yeah that's the equivalent that's the equivalent your finger. Finger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so wait did she see it um, I don't think so. I think I don't think she noticed it. I think she was like about to drift off to sleep. That's why that was coming up. I think she was like in the Oh she was like right drifting right. off in the bathtub. I gotcha. And that's why that was happening. Damn. Yeah. That was that was a cool effect or a cool idea. And then the wall thing I thought was cool. But the rest of it I thought was kind of just cheesy. Kind of cheesy. It's hard, man. Hard in the eighties. I mean, th- that was kind of the time in horror movies where it, it, there was a switch of just really being able to do effects and things like that. Like, yeah. uh, um, what's that one that? Uh, uh, there's the one Rogan talks about all the time. The American, the American Wolfman, the American Werewolf. Where like they, do I've like, heard him talk about. Yeah, it, yeah, where they do like a transformation scene in it that's like really intense and like it looks real, like he's actually going through something and it. Yeah. And so it was hard to do special effects for a long time. It still is. It still and is. The acting was. I'm not gonna lie. The acting in that movie was pretty shitty. And what the American Werewolf? No. The, oh, Nightmare, Nightmare on, on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. They were, they they were not that scared of Freddy Krueger. Well, it just. I, that's hard to be authentic to be like really scared. I mean, people pull it off in movies now. Yeah, people are better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people are better. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing with people. We just get better. <laughs> at certain things. And I get that that's an iconic movie that, like, probably inspired a lot of other movies and, like, is the bridge that a lot of other movies walked across, you well, know. But there's, like, four of those Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I wonder if they get better. That one may get better. I just fell asleep through it. No, no, no. I'm talking about like the later movies. Yeah. Like as they, as they, uh, yeah, yeah. Just wasn't able to hold you. It may have, may have really just kept, kept going up. Yeah. I just, when I saw the dude, the one that it took me out of the movie, the scene where he had the extra long arms, because it looked like a dude wearing a giant sweater holding props. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about 40 years ago. That's true. I just I had heard how much because my whole life I've heard about this movie and how awesome true. And great it is. So I was like, I'm gonna go watch it. True. And nope, shit sucked. Yeah, it does not hold up. Nope. It's like that first Jaws. It's like, well, that's a big puppet. The sharks and stuff all swimming around. Jaws scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Oh really? When I was a kid, that movie fucked me up. The first one? Yes. The original Jaws. But I was young. I was real young. And oh, it scared the shit out of me. I still don't like the ocean. I don't like the ocean. Fuck the ocean. Yeah, man. I, I fuck the ocean. I, I, it's the same reason I don't go in the Amazon. Because <laughs> of Jaws, I don't think you have to worry about sharks in the Amazon, buddy. <laughs> I don't think he can get you there. I think he needs water, <laughs> like salt water specifically. I swam with piranhas in the Amazon. And didn't know it. Did I tell you that story? No. Uh, when I was down there, or actually, it may not have been the Amazon. It was in Costa Rica. It was a river in Costa Rica. So. I'm not sure if it was the Amazon. Or just right. to clarify, just as you're being an asshole, I know there aren't sharks in the Amazon. <laughs> 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 right. I the same reason, but there's some bad shit that lives in there. That's why I'm not going in. Yeah. That's that's my point. Anyways, go ahead. Anyway, so I'm down there and I was building a school for these kids on this mountain. And we shut went the down. fuck up. No, it really was. I was on a mission trip. I was a big Christian. Well, the girl I was having sex with was a Christian, so I went with okay, her. Okay, so you carried three boards over to the building site and uh, <laughs> and and No, we actually built a school, motherfucker. But anyway, um, that's beside <laughs> the point. So the kids took us to the swimming hole, and we're like across the creek from us or the river from us, there was this rope swing, and everybody swam across and was jumping off the rope. So that's what I did. I swam across, and I'm jumping off the rope, and, you know, hanging out and having a good time, and then I'm sitting over there, and then – the sun starts going down, and everybody's getting ready to swim back across. And I'm like, well, why are we swimming back across? We still got some daylight. And they were like, yeah, but we got to go because the they're, you know, they're broken English. They're like piranha, piranha. I was like, fuck you mean piranha? Apparently piranhas during the heat of the day sit at the bottom of the riverbed because the water's cooler down there because the sun heats up the top. But as the sun goes down and cools off, the piranhas come up, and they're in all of the water. And I was like, well, you mean to tell me there's been piranhas in this motherfucker the whole time? And I was like, oh, hell. So 
they're like, we got to swim back across. And so everybody's swimming across and like, I'm freaking out. Cause I'm like, Oh shit, piranhas. So I'm doing backstrokes. So my dick's out of the water. So they can't none of the piranhas <laughs> bite my dick. And I'm just backstroking across. They're like, why are you swimming like that? I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Don't let no piranha stick so its finger in my, my dick. dick. <laughs> <laughs> get some of his ass, boy. Yeah. You get some of his booty. <laughs> It's more meaty for the piranhas too. That's terrifying. I, yeah, piranhas freak me the fuck, fuck yeah, out, man. Dude. Hell no, I, dude. That's my story of I swam with piranhas and I didn't know it. Oh my gosh, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Definitely finding out. I would oh because I, once I found I found out when I was already across the river. If I'd have known it from the beginning, I'd have never gotten the fucking Look, water. No. <laughs> but I had to get back across the river, and the only way across is to fucking swim. I can either swim across the river or go into the Amazon fucking rainforest and figure it out myself. It uh, wasn't a good. Oh, just wasn't good. Oh Jesus, man! I in piranhas they can devour like a human and not long it doesn't i've take... heard stories of people like falling asleep in a boat having their hand uh like in the water and then like pull their hand out and it's bone oh uh, i don't know how true i've just heard stories of that it's like yeah. that may not be true yeah it may not be but it's a bad it's a scary story yeah, jaws it's scarier is, yeah. than freddy fucking krueger i'll tell you that yeah. right now jaws is enough to keep you out the water yeah. <laughs> in the ocean so i mean you tell me a story about piranha piranha just it just sounds terrible the idea of a piranha a goldfish with sharp teeth uh-uh uh-uh no it's bigger than a goldfish it's like a perch like a brim like a big brim oh a big brim yeah like the size of your hand yeah like a hat like a no like brim, like the fish brim not a hat oh brim. you fucking dipshit <laughs> you don't know what a brim is nope Oh my God! You, oh, I hate city people so much. <laughs> like a sun perch, like a bluegill, like stick, like yeah. Keep naming them. Like a <laughs> <you> fucker. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I know about his fish as I know about Monday Night Football, and I've lost like seven of these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna have after Monday Night Football's over, we're gonna do all of our bets on fishing. <laughs> I'm never gonna lose again. <laughs> Uh, at some point, Monday Night Football is going to run out. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we will have to figure out something else to do. Do a little bets on. You want to hear another story from Costa Rica? If you got it. Oh, I got it. So, um. I didn't we even were, know you went to Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, so, while I was there, um, and we were building that school, we had to go up this mountain into the woods to, uh, where they were cutting lumber for the school we were building. And it was crazy because these people up there with the chainsaws, they're so good with a chainsaw, they can cut a straight two-by-four by hand with a chainsaw. They'll just cut a tree down and just cut boards out of it. It was crazy watching. I'm talking about straight as any board you buy from Home Depot, like straight as fuck. Just eyeball it. Like they'll mark chalk on the tree and then just go, wah, 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 and cut perfect two-by-fours. It was really cool to watch. But we had to carry those out of the jungle where they were cutting them back to the school where we were building the school. And I'm walking with this dude named Rigo. And he's like an older dude, like in his early 40s, like 44, 45-ish, and like maybe 5'3", five, 5'4", five, uh, but like stocky, like <clears throat> jacked. This dude's been in the rainforest his whole life and been working his whole life. Like he's jacked. And he's got a couple two-by-fours on his shoulders. I got a couple on my shoulders. And I'm like 18 years old, right? And we're walking back down this mountain. And he just drops his boards and catches one of them and just turns and just hits me in the chest just as hard as he can. Knocks me on my ass, like completely out. I'm, I'm out of breath, and I'm like sitting there, what the fuck? And he's got this machete on him because everybody in Costa Rica carries machetes because they work in plantain fields. Like they, it's kind of like a banana. Like everybody, everybody down there has got machetes. And he throws this machete at my feet, and he's going, uh, he's going, um, what's he saying? He's going, mata boy, mata boy, mata boy. And I'm like, I don't speak fucking Spanish. And I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know what my way is, but I don't like this at all. And like, I'm freaking out. I'm like, is this Costa Rican trying to kill me? And he wasn't trying to kill me. He was saving my fucking life. Matabuey is means steer killer. It's this pit viper they have down there that's like, if it bites a cow, it kills it immediately. And I almost stepped on one. And he like whacked me in the chest to stop me from, because he doesn't speak good English, so he couldn't be like, he didn't know how to tell me, hey, stop, there's a snake there. So his re his solution was to hit me, knock me on my ass, and then he killed the snake. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, it was badass. But I was scared shitless. I was like, I was like, oh shit, what am I? Because like this four or five foot four like tiny man is like whooping my ass. That is the only snake you should ever stab, is a living one, not attached to me. Yeah, don't don't stab my snake. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what he's Mataboy. I mean, what a cow killer? So if it had been you, it'd been fine. I'm a little bit smaller than a cow, believe it or not. You uh. fuck. <laughs> I've lost some weight, you asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That good thing he saved you. That is good though. Yeah. That. Is that so he just threw it into the ground and killed the snake. Yeah, just cut its head off. He was like, sink one chop, cut its head off. God. Dude was a badass. His name was Rigo. I'll never forget him. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon jungle. I don't know if that's technically part of the Amazon. I've been calling it the Amazon ever since I, it basically was to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just any rainforest. Yeah. I was in a rainforest in South America. Close enough. Saw a few trees together. There were piranhas. Yeah. Called the Amazon. thing about being there in the rainforest is they don't have fields like cow pastures like we do here. So all the cows and horses and shit they have in their village just roam free in the jungle. And it's like, when you see a cow, that's like, that's not your cow. That's the village's cow. You don't, like, one person doesn't own the cattle. It's just, they're everybody's. So everybody uses them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. All right, kids, let's go find a cow. But it was crazy to be walking through the jungle and just see a cow. (laughs) Just a cow chilling in the jungle. Like, I'm talking about like, like a Charlay. (laughs) You don't know what a Charlay is, do you? Okay. <laughs> like a breed of cow. Oh, okay. Like just seeing a milk cow, just in like a dairy cow. Just Did they the hang jungle. out with the brims and the... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no idea what all these animals are. I don't like animals. I should probably start to like more animals. Uh, I keep telling myself that. I should get to know them. Because I mean, they have no reason really to like us. Um, well, you're missing out on like 90% of why we yet like animals. because they're cute. Yeah. You can't see how <laughs> cute they are, that, so you're yeah. like, this is just annoying. Yeah, this is yeah, they are. They're just annoying to me. Yep. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, that's a good point. That is probably what it is. Huh. That's so funny. Um, you went back to church camp to the to the group and you were like, Guys, God protected me through this Amazonian man. This thank goodness that Oh, that's exactly what I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. That's what it was. <laughs> I was there with my high school sweetheart. She was like super Christian. So, of course, I was super Christian. I got a testimony. It's like, baby, I could have died. Do you want to suck my dick? (laughs) No? Okay. I guess we'll just praise Jesus. Uh, Yeah. I was there with her and her dad. Her dad was cool as shit. I liked her dad a lot. Testimony is like sexual currency in the Christian community. Oh, you got a good story? You got a good story about how God saved your... Um, oh, there's nothing sexier. You, you want to hear the sound of a pulpit full of women getting their pussies wet? You give them a good testimony? Oh, bro. Oh. You give them, you give them a little bit more of a reasonable... I don't uh, think you were going to oh. the same church I was going to. <laughs> like, that's not how it works at all. That's absolutely how. What? A good story about a testimony? She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, God saved my life here. And this and everyone's like, oh, you're so... You must be one of the prophets, you know. When God saves you from some shit, then the, then you're the chosen one. Not how it worked for you. How it work for you? Um, how it worked for me is I was like, "Can we have sex now?" And she was like, "No." Okay. And I was like, "Okay." But what about now? Uh huh. Yeah, you weren't working your Christianity very good, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> <You> were, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's so crazy. It's like you're telling me Jesus didn't have any hoes. You're. They were all bro, 12 Jesus dudes. Had hose. Jesus had hoes. Jesus definitely had hoes. Yeah. That's <laughs> There's one thing we know about Jesus is that he was actually a historical figure. Like there was some dude that was Jesus. And if that dude was that popular, that motherfucker had hoes. Now why do you think he became a preacher? He was a rock TV? star. Yeah. That, which by the way, that's the reason why a Catholic priest uh, have to take vows of celibacy now is because back in the day they were fucking they were, they were the rock stars they would go from town to town preaching yep. and then they would just come in and fuck everybody's wife yep. and then the Catholic Church like they're 
was getting a lot of complaints and a lot of problems from angry husbands. And so they're like, hey, y'all got to quit fucking. Just no fucking. Just no fucking at all. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, you mean boys? Okay, got it. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little uh, history lesson for you. There you go. And that's why they do it today. God, this has been such an eventful episode. I hope anybody cares about this. I feel like I was off. Oh, so hard podcasting. I think you're just in your head about it, buddy. We're going to clean it up in post. It's going to be a good app. Okay. We're going to make sure y'all come out to Cregan's tonight. Watch uh, Zane get Thanksgiving food stuffed into his pants. It's going to be hilarious during his set. And then next week, whoever loses the bet from the Monday Night Football game tonight will be having to chop onions during their set. So that'll be fun. Yep. I love crying. That's why he does stand up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the game. Got LOT, Laughs on Tap, at the joint, December 2nd. At 8 p.m., come to the come to the mics. We'll be handing out some tickets. Uh, we'll get another one January 6th. Um, laughs on top if you can't make it to that one. Ooh, do we have any other shows coming up? You're uh, doing New Year's at the Bend. Yeah, here in Little Rock, I'll be at the Looney Bend the week of New Year's all the way up until New Year's, and I'm hosting the New Year's show. It's going to be a really fun time. So y'all come out to that. Um, as always, guys, make sure you follow at Scoundrels Live Stand Up to keep up with us and everything we got going on here in Little Rock. And we'll see you next week. I hope you have a good time. Much love.